Samuel chapter number 30 uh, this evening, 1 Samuel chapter number 30, and uh, we'll be as brief as we can. Really, I just want to give you some thoughts um, this evening, <clears throat> and just have these things on my heart last week, um, as well as coming into this week, and really the outline that I have, honestly, it's kind of pitiful tonight, uh, but the Lord's just kind of been helping me with some stuff. Um, out of this text, and I want to give it to you uh, to be a help to you tonight, amen, First Samuel chapter number 30, and um, we find ourselves uh, with David here at Ziklag, and, and we'll not give a lot of the backstory here, but uh, David is weary with running from Saul, and then he goes and he uh, joins himself to the Philistines, and that was never really something that uh, was done under God's direction. And so David pays for that, uh, those actions in his life. And so we find ourselves here in 1 Samuel chapter number 30. And look with me, if you will, in verse number 3. The Bible said, So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Elimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod, and Abiathar, Abiathar brought hither the ephod uh, to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook Basor, where, who, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Basor. They found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread. And he did eat, and they made him drink water. They gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. And we made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. Let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. Thank you, God, for... Lord, all of the, uh, the encouraging testimonies, Lord that, uh, Lord, that we've heard tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the songs that have been sung. And we thank you, Lord, for a place to come. And God, where we can receive encouragement tonight. And I, I believe that would be uh, the theme of what you're trying to drive home tonight. And so, Lord, I pray, God, that you'd use us, Lord, as your servant. Lord, use us as, uh, Lord, a vessel. God, fit for your use tonight. I pray, Lord, that you'd cleanse us and help us. And I pray that you would encourage the hearts of your servants. Lord, strengthen your people tonight and help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to draw uh, your attention tonight to the phrase in 
uh, verse number 6 and want to preach around the context of verse number 6. And I want you to notice that the latter part of verse number 6, the Bible says, But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I want to preach on staying encouraged tonight or the, the battle uh, to stay encouraged. In the day and hour uh, that we're living in tonight, it's easy to d- get discouraged. It's easy uh, to get down. It's easy to get defeated. And uh, it's easy to convince yourself that you're the only one that feels that way. Uh, but I think at every, every point uh, or, or every Christian at some point uh, in their life tonight experiences uh, discouragement tonight. Uh, But God shows us in His Word tonight that you and I can encourage ourselves. Uh, sometimes we want to wait on the brethren to encourage us. Sometimes we wait, want to wait on someone else to come by and give some word of kindness or some word of encouragement. But David finds himself in a situation where he has nobody. He doesn't have anybody that he can lean on. He, does, he no longer has the man of God that he can go and seek out. But David is here, uh, a stranger in a foreign country. He's joined himself to the Philistines. He has left off his battles with Saul. And it seems like David is all but forgotten And the people want to kill him And they want to stone him But here David is distressed in verse number 6 And I want you to see with me by way of introduction Just a couple of thoughts Notice with me David's defeat We see in verses 1 through 3 That David is here and his men uh, come to Ziklag on the third day This is a place that David uh, had frequented And as a matter of fact uh, the king uh, of the Philistines uh, gave that to David for him to oversee uh, and to have it as a possession. And so David is defeated. Here he is suffering at the hands of Saul. That's where we find him all through the book of Samuel. But now David is weary with this. He's discouraged in it. And he goes to the country of the Philistines. That's one of the worst things uh, that David could have done. And it seems like David is trying to run from his problems. He's running from one set of problems facing Saul and then he enters into a whole other country and a whole new set of circumstances and a whole new set of problems follow David right to where he is you know that's a, there's a principle in that that I that you can't run from your problems you can't run from your issues amen a lot of times we look and we think that the grass is greener on the other side of the fence and most of the time that's true because it's growing over a septic tank amen uh, you can't leave your problems you can't uh, desert the responsibility. Listen, it was God's will uh, for David to be pursued by Saul. It was God's will for those moments to build up for David to finally be anointed, not only in Hebron uh, to be, but to be anointed as king over all of Israel and God was fulfilling the promises that he made unto David, but it just took time tonight. Amen. We see several characters in the word of God that take matters into their own hand. We think about Abraham. He received the promise of God but he goes into uh, uh, to Hagar the handmaiden and Ishmael is born and a whole new set of problems are presented because Abraham failed to wait upon God and so we find David's defeat tonight amen he comes and he joins himself with the Philistines and the word of God still teaches us tonight that enmity or friendship with the world rather is enmity with God and so we see David's defeat here at Ziklag and then we find David's distress in verse number 6 the Bible 
Bible said, and David was greatly distressed. David uh, didn't know whether his wives and his family were alive or dead. He didn't know uh, those that were taken away in, uh, by captivity, uh, how they fared, how they were doing the night. And so David found himself in distress. He was distressed over his faith. David was probably disappointed in himself. David was distressed over his fear, and it had been mentioned tonight. David was in distress over his family tonight, amen. And the people of God wanted to stone him, and they wanted to kill him because of the situation that they found themselves in. And so we see David's defeat, we see David's distress But I'm thankful for this tonight, amen. We look in verse number 6, and the Bible says, But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. We see David's delight tonight, amen. Uh, I want you to consider David and uh, his encouragement of himself. Notice that it was in the Lord his God. Uh, It wasn't how good of a warrior he was. It wasn't the fact that he had been anointed. It wasn't the fact that he was able to uh, slip by Saul time and time again and be crafty in his doings. No, listen, he encouraged himself in the Lord his God tonight. Amen. I want you to notice number one, why could David be encouraged? I want you to consider with me David and his strength tonight. David and his strength. Notice what David does It's as he comes to himself. He remembers uh, the God that helped him. He remembered the God uh, who saw him through the years of his boyhood. He thought upon the God who delivered him out of the paw uh, of the bear and the mouth of the lion and from the might of Goliath. Uh, He remembered that God that was with him back then uh, and the God that was with him all through the years uh, uh, when Saul was chasing him and trying to kill him. It was the same God that was with him at this moment in time. Even though he messed up, even though he'd gotten off the trail, even though his faith kind of had a lapse for a moment in his life, thank God he still kept his mind and his heart on God tonight. Amen. We see David in his strength, number one, concerning prayer. Look in verse number eight. The Bible said, and David inquired at the Lord. David inquired at the Lord. You know, when Saul found himself in trouble, he went down to see the witch of Endor. He went to counsel the world and David has joined himself to the Philistines and now with the burning of Ziklag and his wives and all of those people taken, I think David sees the true measure of his folly and he returns to God in prayer and he inquires at the Lord. We see David and his strength concerning prayer but then secondly tonight we see David and his strength concerning the priesthood. Look in verse number 7. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee bring me hither the ephod and Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David now we want to mention Saul again you remember how Saul uh, took the ephod and he took the garments of the priesthood and he tried to play like he was the priest but the only problem tonight is is God never anointed Saul as a priest he gave him the kingship and he gave him a throne but he never made him a priest but I'm glad tonight thank God that King David he was not only king he was not only prophet but God had made him a priest amen and David went back to the place where he knew that he could get a hold of God 
Hallelujah. Hey, listen, even though David had failed, even though David had made a blunder of things, thank God he was able to get that ephod. He was able to go in there before the presence of God and inquire unto the Lord. Hey, listen to me tonight. The devil's tried to sell you a false bill of goods. You've messed up. Maybe you're cold and indifferent. Maybe things aren't the way that they used to be. And the devil's tried to tell you that things can never be the same again. Oh, but I'm glad that God never changes. God's never moved. He's always the same tonight. And I'm glad you can find him right where you left him tonight. Amen. David's strength concerning prayer, concerning the priesthood, but then concerning the promise tonight. Amen. Notice what God said to him. And God told him tonight that he would be able in verse number 8 to pursue his enemies. And God made him a promise in verse number 8. He said, For thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. I want you to know and understand tonight that the devil is a defeated foe. I want you to understand that through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ that the flesh is a defeated foe tonight. Amen. I'm glad the Lord Jesus Christ told us through his power and through his victory that the the world is a defeated foe tonight. Amen. He looked at his disciples and he said in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. He didn't say you've overcome. And thank God but he said I have overcome and we're more than conquerors through him that loved us tonight. Amen. We see David and his strength. His strength was found in God. David had to take a trip down memory lane and remember what God had done for him. I read this tonight and I thought this was wonderful. John Knox said to his wife as he was about to face death, he said, read to me when I first cast in my anchor. Amen. You know what he was saying tonight? Tell me about when I got in. Tell me about when I started on this journey. Tell me about the faith that I have then and remind me tonight that I can fight the good fight I can finish my course I can keep the faith and I can die faithful to God tonight amen we see David and his strength tonight amen see our strength is not found within ourselves. our strength is not found in our religious activity our strength is not found in trying to reform ourselves and turn over a new leaf and try to have a better day tomorrow than we had today no listen our strength is found in the Lord tonight amen David had when he had nobody else to remind him of that great truth he just had to remind himself amen Sometimes you've just got to come to yourself like the prodigal son and realize the great riches and the great wealth that await you at the Father's house. Sometimes like David, you've just got to find yourself in the midst of distress and find yourself in the midst of difficulty and just snap out of it tonight and realize who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Realize that God purchased you at Calvary and He's given you an abundance of blessings. He's blessed you beyond measure uh, and what we find in Christ uh, and what we find in God tonight is far greater than what David would find with the Philistines tonight. Amen. We see David and his strength number two. I like this tonight. We not only see David and his strength but we, we can draw encouragement from David tonight because we see David and a sinner tonight. Amen. Notice with me in verse number 11. The Bible says, And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. 
and gave him bread and he did eat and they made him drink water and they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins and when he had eaten his spirit came again to him for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights and David said unto him to whom belongest thou and whence art thou and he said I am a young man of Egypt a servant to an Amalekite and my master left me because three days agone I felt sick we see David and his strength but we can draw encouragement tonight from the text because we see how David is acting with a sinner tonight amen Uh, we look at this young Egyptian and first of all we find that he is indeed a sinner amen he said to whom belongest thou and whence art thou and here's what he said he said I am a young man of Egypt servant to an Amalekite here this young man was he wasn't very far along in life but he'd already found himself in depravity he'd already found himself in the service of the world and here he was alone by himself and thank God David's servants brought him unto him and he began to question him listen I remember the morning as a 14 year old boy when I fell under conviction and God began to search my heart with questions who are you and whence comest thou and all I had to do was just get honest with God and admit to him who I was admit that I was a sinner tonight amen this man was not only a sinner but he was a slave amen he said I am a servant to an Amalekite if you you study these places out and these nations out Egypt's always a picture of the world and Amalek's always a picture of the flesh and here this young worldling was and he was serving the flesh amen but thank God he had an experience with David amen he was a sinner and he was a slave but thank God he left as a saved individual and thank God he left a part of the house of David tonight amen notice this he was a sinner he was a slave but then notice what the Bible says the Bible says that he was sick look what happens he said I'm I'm a servant to an Amalekite and my master left me because three days agone I fell sick now here this young Egyptian is he's serving the Amalekites his, but, and he falls sick and his master leaves him you know that's exactly how the world will do you tonight amen the world will chew you up and spit you out and when it's got everything out of you that it desires and you're no longer profitable to the devil and you're no longer profitable to the world and you're used up and you're washed up and you're spent and chewed up and spit out then your master will leave you tonight amen oh but listen not David I'm glad listen David specialized in finding somebody who was down on his luck finding somebody who was down and out somebody who was an outcast and he fed him bread and fed him water and he brought him into his camp we see David's care for him we consider David's covenant with him we consider David's comfort for him and then David's commitment to him he joined the camp of David and it's interesting to me tonight that this Egyptian He he tries to pin David down in verse number 15. The Bible said, And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me by God. 
that thou wilt neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master and I will bring thee down to this company. Isn't it interesting we find the words of the Egyptian but David is never recorded to utter a word. Amen. You know why tonight? Because God has never entered into a covenant with a sinner tonight. God entered into a covenant with himself. Amen. You remember when God swore to Abraham? God didn't swear to Abraham but the Bible says that God swore to himself because he would he could swear to no greater tonight. Amen. As a sinner tonight, God's not entered into a covenant with you, but God entered into a covenant with his son. And by faith, you've been allowed to enter into that covenant tonight. Amen. Jesus Christ stands before Almighty God with his righteous blood and his atonement tonight. And makes you worthy before Almighty God tonight. Amen. I'm glad David was merciful to this Egyptian. And I'm glad, thank God, that it is not God's will that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance tonight. Amen. And sure enough, this Egyptian leads David and his band of men uh, down to where the enemy is. The Bible says in verse number 16, And when he had brought him down, behold, they they were uh, spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking and dancing, because all of the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. There escaped not a man of them save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled. We see David and his strength. I see David and and a sinner tonight. But then I find David and his spoil this evening. Amen. The Bible says in verse number 18, And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all and David took the flocks and the herds which they drave before the other cattle and said this is David's spoil tonight amen I I noticed David's recovery tonight amen and now the Bible says that David recovered all tonight amen everything that they had taken away everything that they had taken captive David was able to recover it all uh, by the hand of God tonight amen Uh, listen I understand uh, that Ziklag burned Ziklag was burned to the ground There were some things about that place that would never be the same. But I believe with all of my heart tonight that God allowed David's enemies to come in and to burn that city down. And it wasn't necessarily God was wanting David to understand uh, uh, that a where was important, that a place was important tonight. Uh, But God wanted David to understand uh, that that who was really important tonight. Amen. It was the people in David's life. It was the people that he had surrounded himself with. It was the people uh, that God had blessed him with tonight. Amen. And listen, though Ziklag uh, was a heap of ash, uh, God wanted the emphasis to be upon the people in David's life tonight. Amen. Sometimes in serving the Lord we can 
can get too caught up in a place. We can get too caught up in an atmosphere. We can get too caught up in emotion. But what God desires for you and I to understand that the greatest treasure and the greatest blessing that we have tonight is not the where or the what, but it's the who tonight that God has put in our life that David, that God desired uh, for David to see uh, tonight. Amen. And I want to reiterate a thought that I gave you earlier. Some of us think that things can never be the same as they were again. Some of us sitting here tonight, a lot of us, I believe, there was a time in our life when we were closer to God. There was a time in our life when the things of God meant more to us than what they do now. There was a time in your life when that person sitting next to you meant more to you than maybe what they do tonight. Amen. And listen, don't don't let the, the fire have to come. Don't let the difficulty have to come in your life to realize that God has blessed you tonight, that God has put blessed people in your life and put blessed people in your pathway and God's given you a spouse and God has given you a family and God has given you friends tonight that you ought to cherish in your life tonight. Amen. Ziklag was gone. But the real blessing tonight is this, is what and who really mattered was still there. Amen. The Bible says that David recovered all tonight. Amen. Some of you need to tell the devil that you want your stuff back. Some of you need to reclaim the blessings that God has given you and the promises that God has made to you. And listen, God is still the same God tonight and those promises are still as real as they've ever been. And it's not God who's gotten cold and indifferent. It's not God who's turned away from the heat of the battle like David did and turned his attention to the Philistine and made his associations in the world. Listen, it's not God that's done that tonight. But I believe we are the guilty party tonight. Amen. God's been so good to us. We ought to be encouraged tonight. Amen. How is it with you tonight? How is it? Do you fire off at your spouse over nothing? Are you cold and indifferent over the things of God? Was there ever a time in your life when you can truly say, I was closer to God, I had more of a touch on my life, I had more of a connection with God, I had better fellowship then than I do now. Don't believe the lie of the devil, the flesh, and the world tonight in telling you that it's over, it's done, you're washed up, you're through. Listen, encourage yourself in the Lord tonight and realize what you have. And take that principle tonight of of who you've got in your life tonight. And appreciate them. Appreciate this place. I'm thankful for this church and I'm thankful for what God's did here down through the years. And, and, And certainly this place is wonderful and holds a special place in our heart but you know what the real treasure is tonight it's the people sitting in the pews across from you and with you tonight amen it's the smiles it's the Christian fellowship that we have it's one another it's unity tonight within the body of Christ that's a true blessing tonight amen God's blessed us tonight with a great church blessed us with great families But above all, He's blessed us with Himself, His presence, 
His power and His blessings tonight. Amen. May we always appreciate that. May we encourage ourselves tonight over what the Lord's given us. As we stand together, if you need to come tonight, would you come?